What if you could pinpoint these key concepts that you could teach your child, that you could layer into the conversations as you're getting ready in the morning, as you're driving to school, driving to sports? What kind of impact could that have on the life of your child long-term? When instead of listening to everything everyone has to say around them, they knew what God's Word said of who God is, how would that change things? Welcome to our Snapshot series, where we are going to be taking these core ideas of who God is, different attributes of God, and we're going to be learning them in a way that we can speak them into the lives of our children, both now and every day moving forward for the rest of our lives. Our God is merciful. He shows mercy because He is mercy. We've been talking about the attributes of God, who He is, what He is like, because we know that what we believe about God becomes the underpinning of our worldview, and we want to equip our children with the truth about God, because in who He is, we see the gospel on display. We know the one we can approach. We know his promises, his promises to welcome us, his promises to walk with us. And so we have been spending time this month going over different attributes of who God is. And today we're beginning a week of beautiful gospel trees about who God is. We're talking today about the truth that God is merciful. The reason we want to spend some time looking at the truth that He is merciful and gracious, that He is full of peace, He is powerful, and He is sacrificial this week is because when we understand God, then His gospel comes into view. So what does it mean that God is merciful? How do we know this for ourselves And what questions does this truth about who God is answer that our children are wrestling with? So let's start first with how we know that God is merciful. In Romans 9, verses 15 and 16, it's going to be just the first place that we start today. He says this, What shall we say then? Is there injustice on God's part? By no means. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. It depends not on human will or exertion, but on God who has mercy. God's mercy is his goodness acting on our behalf. You see, mercy links to justice. Remember, we've already talked about the fact that our God is a just God, meaning that Where there is sin, there is payment for sin. But his mercy, who he is in his character, that he is full of mercy, it intersects his justice with the compassion of his son, Jesus. Mercy is not getting what you deserve and instead getting what we do not deserve. We deserve judgment. We deserve, ultimately, death. That is all through Scripture, that the wages of sin is death. We have all sinned, every single one of us. We've all gone our own way. 
But God in his mercy recognizes this desperate need of ours for payment to be made, for justice to be served. And his mercy and his goodness acts on our behalf. And instead of getting the judgment, instead we receive heaven. We receive relationship with him. It says in Titus 3, it says, When the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, he saved us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit. His Son, the change that happens to us, the renewing of us, the regenerating of us, the making us clean, the forgiveness that covers us, all sources in the mercy of God. God calls himself merciful in the Old Testament. He walks and showcases his mercy throughout the Old Testament to a people group who constantly are turning away, who are forgetful, who aren't walking with him. And yet he extends mercy again and again and again. They do not get what they deserve. They receive mercy. And then he sent Jesus, the ultimate mercy gift, that we would not forever receive what we deserve. So no longer is it a select group of people. It is for all people that they may be washed clean and regenerated and renewed, that they may walk rightly with God here in full relationship and forever in eternity with him because of his great mercy. It is the beauty of the gospel that we do not get what we deserve. And for my kids, this is a place I lo- I'd love to talk about this one with my kids. And honestly, what I delight in doing is when they know that they deserve something, some form of discipline, some form of retribution is owed for what they have done, especially when they're little. It is great. I can I love offering them mercy. Because what I want them to understand is that mercy is offered to us in its fullness. So I can only offer it slightly, right? I can not give them what they deserve. So they may deserve their phone taken away. They may deserve time out. They may deserve whatever discipline that should be paid in that moment. But in mercy, they do not get that. I know that that begins to sink in with my children when about after you do this several times and you drip it out once every, I don't know, so often you get to then talk about, you know, I gave you just this tiny little drip of mercy when God has extended massive, deep wells of mercy to you for this sin and every sin that you will commit. But I love seeing this come to light in my children when they begin to ask for mercy. And you see, you and I get to approach the throne of God with confidence. It says in Hebrews, knowing that we will receive the grace 
and the mercy that we need in our time of need. And so when our children begin to turn to us and in that moment say, I need mercy. Oh, that that message is getting there, right? It's beginning to click. They know they deserve something. They don't want to have it. It's bad. They don't want that. So they beg for mercy. But more importantly than that is opening the Bible to Titus 3, is opening the Bible and look at Hebrews 4, verses 15 and 16, and saying, you with confidence can draw near to the throne of grace because you will receive mercy. You will find grace to help in your time of need. Our God is mercy. He is a merciful God. And for that, we can be so thankful and we can walk in hope. Thanks for joining me today on Snapshots of Who God Is. Make sure you get on the newsletter so that you get not just today's truth, but the truths for this entire week. We send them out on a weekly basis so that you have them where you can keep them in front of you, keep them in your Bible where you can learn them both for yourself and for your child.